Hi, I'm Marcus and welcome to this week's YMAG podcast. I'm here, of course, with the wonderful John, Max, Fred, Bob, Queen Latifah. Hello. That's him. And That was fairly sprightly, wasn't it? That was quite sprightly, yeah. Sprightly, more <laughs> sprightly than a can of Sprite on a sprightly summer's afternoon. Mmm, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Speaking of sprightly cans of Sprite, we've, uh, what do you got today? Oh, right, we go there already. I don't mind opening yeah, a can of beer this early on. Early. Well, as yeah, promised slash threatened last week, I've gone back. We're revisiting mm. because over the... How many cans have off probably opened? I didn't do this right at the start of our podcast, did I? I think <coughs> you started it fairly early on. I think, um, yeah, I think maybe one or one or two. Yeah, I don't listen that far back. The audio was shit. Yeah, the audio was shocking, wasn't it? Yeah, so apologies for any, anyone new to this and, and catching on at this point. Go back about four or, five, four or five episodes, you might be all right. But yeah, the original yeah. original two or three were a bit shit. And then we had a bit of a glitch and we went back to this kind of Skype recording because of my yeah. USB interface fucking up again. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm revisiting because last week I had a beer that was nice. But I stated at the time my favourite one thus far had been the Freak Aleworks Phantom Pale Ale, which is available at Aldi. Um, and yeah, I thought I'd revisit it. So I have. Are we ready? It sounds good. Let, it did sound good, didn't it? It was it solid. Good, yeah, had a snap to it. Had, had a, a nice real snap been to in it. the it's fridge not, a long time, sort of. It's not overly fizzy. And this is the one, it, this will obviously jog your memory. It was um, crafted <laughs> <laughs> crafted in small batches using Citra, Mosaic, Topaz, Ella, and, wait for it, Galaxy Hops. I remember that because I said something cheesy like cosmic. Yeah, cosmic or, or an in, intergalactic co- beverage. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that witty riposte. No, that is, that is still one. fucking good. Still nice? Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It's an excellent can. They've really gone to town on the graphics of the can. Yeah, it I'd... almost looks like an iron brew can that's kind of gone a bit. I don't know. If you if you're listening to this at this point, we're very sorry. But it's uh, if you're looking for the freak, what is it called again? Freak Aleworks. Freak Aleworks can. It does look fairly kind of blue and orange mainly like, are the main yeah. the main colours. But yeah, well, I'm, I'll perhaps put a picture up when we do our um, promotion. Or as we yes, said, the panotion. As we said last week, yeah, panotions, <laughs> emotions in the panotions. Yes, and uh, so look out for that on uh, on Venable's panotion page. Yeah. Anyway, um, Max, what you got for us other than probably coronavirus? Because everyone else seems to have what it. What we got? Coronavirus. I I don't know about you, but I do feel a little bit under the weather lately. And like it is the last couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not usually one for for letting shit get to me either. But I must admit, the other day I coughed and was like, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm self-quarantining. Yeah, yeah. Locked myself in the toilet. Yeah. Our our, um, our yearly exhibition, the uh, the Ish exhibition, which is the uh, for those who don't know, I'm I'm in the world of ventilation sales by day. Um, the and by night exhibition, and by, by night I'm uh, I'm ruining the audio of podcasts. Um, oh. So yeah, the our industry exhibition, which is in Milan this year, oh um, god, yeah, has been <clears> cancelled. 
like the whole exhibition. And you're not talking about a small event. You're talking about something where across the course of the week there'll be sort of 50,000 people flying in to sort of go to. And it's all been cancelled. Fucking of this, hell. Uh, That's a lot of ventilation. It is. Well, the, the fucking thing about it is, though, is every year I come back with a fucking cold or flu. Yeah. Or, because the problem is, is there's all these people. In, and you're, we, this is t- kind of brings us nicely onto the exhibition you're doing with SMP. Oh, I thought you meant what I got exhibition. caught this week by the police. That sort of exhibition. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I say, well, something co- it wasn't what it looked like. I was in a park <laughs> near the play area and my trousers fell off. It wasn't. Yeah. It didn't, could you know, have happened could, to anyone. Exactly, yeah. It was a stiff breeze. <laughs> and <laughs> Yes, only a stiff breeze. Yeah. Nothing else was stiff. It was, it was just one of those, one of those freak accidents. Yeah. And uh, we don't need to delve any further no, into that. No, definitely not. Um, but, yes, yeah, so going back to the... Uh, and something I always feel about the, these things is that um, when you go to them sort of yearly, they're great fun if you just go as a punter to one and you, you, you're not used to that kind of thing. They're, they're great fun, they really are. But when you're there at an exhibition, especially for myself, I have to go to either um, Germany, I have to go to... I've forgotten the name of the bloody... T- it's huge, it's like their capital. Gear Street. I can't remember for the... <laughs> yeah, Gear Street, that's it. I have to go, wow! Um, go to Gear Street and uh, you have to do a do sex. It's called the Messer in Frankfurt, sorry. Um, and it's a huge... I mean, it's the size of it is ridiculous. They've got a bus service from one end to the other. It's that... It, if you want to go... It's, it's, it's huge. And it always <coughs> amazes me that for a ventilation <laughs> exhibition, it's so poorly ventilated. Um, it's uh, it's just rammed full of all these... And when you're there for a week, you realise, because they're all... It's very... All the toilets, there's not men and, men and women's toilets. They're all uh, just, you know, just co-ed sort of... Oh, right. Know, just, yeah. And... They run out of soap around Wednesday <laughs> and they don't seem to restock the soap thing. And like you've not and very everyone efficient. comes out just shaking their head. No, it's not very efficient at all. German efficiency is actually the best piece of marketing that <laughs> ever happened. <laughs> right. But we won't go quite too far into that. But you see people and everyone's coming out and they're shaking their hands because they've run them under the tap quick. And then there are these exhibitions and every exhibition stall is offering you food and drink. Oh God. Right? Yeah, I mean, I thought we we have um, we have like Frankfurt as like hot dogs, you know, the hot dogs yeah. and water. They can't get enough of these things in Germany. Like people, and I personally, I hate them. They're like bratwurst. Like, yeah, bratwurst. Wow, okay, have have a nice steamed sausage. And I I see these things go on the side, right? And this is at the end of a day, and they'll turn dark on this paper plate. And what they'll do is they'll just pop them in the fridge which is a new fridge that hasn't warmed up properly it's probably turned and it's just you know it's crap and then they'll take them out the next morning and dunk them back in the the boiler (laughs) and serve them out to people like customers like would you like some food would you like some drink yeah have the beer or the coffee and the hot dog oh the hot dog oh the hot dog oh the and um we're not at all racist by the way we we would if we could do any other accent other than German we'd do it. <laughs> so any, any anyway, right? People are eating these like oh yeah this is great. I'm I won't touch these things. I watch my colleagues eat these things and then they're having to run off to these toilets that are completely devoid of soap oh. and have 
terrible bouts of diarrhea. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> and then not be able to wash their hands awful. and come back in again, and then not be able to wash their hands, and then they served some people some hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> God, this hot dog tastes like shit. Literally. It is, it is shit, Austin. Oh, good, it's not just me then. <laughs> yeah, it's bloody awful. Absolutely terrible. Oh, so, yum. Yeah, I mean... Well, hopefully but, I'll I mean, get some of that. one, it's a bit different. Yeah, hopefully I'll get know. some of that on the weekend. Well, this is it. But with this coronavirus malarkey, mm. they've just gone, we know the ventilation's terrible. The chances of one person having that are huge out of 50,000 people yeah. because everyone's just flown in, you know. It's so they're coming from Germany, yeah. they're coming from... They're coming from everywhere. People come from everywhere for these exhibitions. You know, there's a good chance... And that's why they... I mean, I can't even imagine how much it's cost them to cancel that exhibition. Yeah. I mean, the, our stand that we have out there costs us €70,000 for it. Um, it's a pretty big stand, and you think that we're probably one. Of, we're one of the larger ones, but we're not by by far and away not the largest. So, how much that's custom, I don't know. But um, to come back to the point, exhibitions are, and I think as a punter, exhibitions are great. But when you actually, and I think four P and people like that would say the same. It's a real ball ache. So be nice when you go to exhibitions yeah. and speak to people exhibiting yeah. and don't take up too much of their time as well. If you're not intending on buying something or something like that, don't... This will know. be my first two data. I don't I don't know how I'm going to feel about... I reckon come Sunday lunchtime, I royally would have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that, in saying that, I can... Yeah, I'm. I'm not quite so strictly staple to the floor you know i'm just helping so if i want to go for a wander i can go for a wander so, yeah sure yeah especially yeah. as the um uh stewart's having the i think his name's key from dover amplification is going to be there as well so i can just leave them two talking about amps and guitars and yeah moonwalk well, around I, I the building say they won't have time to talk about fuck all other than talk to people because they're going to be inundated um, mm, they've got it's a good quite a good days. location for the stall as well as it's fairly central from what I gather. Is it I think near a window? Yeah. <laughs> 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 have you been to the Birmingham Guitar Show? I haven't. It's I'm kind of umming and ahhing about whether loud. I go or not, to be honest. Obscenely yeah. loud. It's another thing. It's yeah. 30 minutes. They have like a klaxon or an air horn, which of course is quiet in itself. And they, um, yeah, they. <laughs> just like that. And they, <laughs> they, they sound it to, yeah, to start and stop the. Um, the noisy sessions, and the fucking noisy sessions. It's just, you know, you can imagine you hear, and everyone turns their amps up to eleven, and it's just like fuck. The off. only thing you can hear is Rob Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> this is will be like my third, I think. I don't know if I've ever seen him there before, but I haven't looked for him before either. No, I haven't seen no. anyone in a hat. So make sure he doesn't take your lunch money. Is he like that? Well, I, I apparently so. It I, I, has a lot of power. I'm, I'm not so, entirely I'm, sure if it's real-life power or if it's it's only applicable online. Um, I know, he does, a, I know he, does a, a, he does a lot of charity work, apparently. A lot of charity work, yeah. but he keeps it very private. He yeah. doesn't tell people about there it. Is that, so there is that. There is that. I like to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, selling, I'm selling my Chapman ML1 hot rod, if anyone's interested. Um, so, yeah, maybe I should just take it to the show, as we said, and um, get him to sign it. And then walk mm. away from asking if everyone wants to buy a signed Chapman. Yeah, but make sure he does it in a marker that won't, like, can rub off quite easy in case someone wants it with or without the signage. 
Rabir's yeah. going to be there, though. Maybe just get Rabir to sign it instead. I love Rabir. Yeah. Rabir is such a cool guy. Um, I've met him a couple of times now, and he he. I, and this was the thing about Rabir that got me. Is he didn't. I don't think we we exchanged names. I think the first time I body I, I fluids. Mean, said, I, I, I knew him, but. He at the time I was carrying about sort of uh, I was nearly twenty stone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Christ Almighty! When mate, I saw I you at the London inches... show, when I saw you at London show, you were quite a slim, Jim. I know mate, you said oh, you've gone you a bit of weight much. since being ill. Yeah, yeah, I have. But no, I was. Um, I, what happened was I got married, and uh, I decided that <laughs> if it was edible, I should eat it. Like <laughs> small dogs, I kind of just put on so much weight. I don't know what happened, but I, I got up near like I mean, I think I was a couple of stone off Rick Waller. Um, and he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I was two inches taller, I'd have been perfectly round. It was fucking terrible, and I thought I've got to do something about this. So I went to the gym, and uh, it, it was roughly about the same time because Rabia was a really big guy as well. Mm. You know, I mean, he always used to, he doesn't now, but he used to. Have you ever seen Year One with Jack Black? No, it's on my watch list. I haven't seen it, but it's on. It's yeah. There's a guy that's like a wizard in <laughs> Gamora, and he looks at. Uh, he's the guy that gets rubbed down with the hot oil, right? Okay. And that was what Rabia reminded me of. He was a really big guy, and it really inspired me. And I say this completely truthfully: was that Rabia was huge, and. He'd probably be the first person to admit this. He lived with himself. Oh, yeah. He knows, yeah. you know. Um, and he lost so much weight, and he looked great. Like, yeah, and now he looks even better. He's, he's carried yeah, cause he's on with it. Yeah, he's fluctuated a bit, isn't he? But everyone does, don't they? I mean, I, I, he, I'm relatively slim, but yeah, I, yeah I, I go up and down like a fucking yo-yo. Up and down like a yeah. whore's drawers. No, oh, Up and down that. like a bride's nighty. <laughs> Oh, sweetheart. Yeah, but you I can imagine you carrying a bit of weight quite well. I reckon a lumberjack shirt and a couple of pound extra. I reckon you'd, uh, you know, you go from looking a bit Watch like... What's got there, boy? Vikings, no? <laughs> Is it what they call a telly McCarster? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, wait. Um, I, I was still quite big and uh, I saw him in Anderton's and I, I went out and I said, mate, I've Honestly, well done. I know how hard it is. I know how you must have felt. Because, and, he, and he stood there. We was chatting for about half an hour. Didn't even talk about guitars. Just mm. like, you know. The journey, really, isn't it? It's... Just, yeah. But, but, and but, but, I, I, mean... I come away thinking, what a nice guy. And mm. then I saw him again about six months later when I'd lost some weight. I'd lost about three stone. And he recognised me and said dude, you're doing really well. You, you look like you've lost a, a fair bit of weight since the last time. So I thought to myself, how fucking sweet. Mm. Not only one to recognise me, yeah. but to make a point of saying well done. Yeah. And I, So, Rabir, for me, if you're listening... That was Max, lovely man. John, Fred, Bob, <laughs> Queen Latifah, tonguing the microphone. Please let me squeeze your afro. <laughs> hey, he's got a wonderful hair. I did like... He um. Has. And he is a pro YouTuber, isn't he? He is a he is a a pro at like putting out videos. His recent one, he managed to make a video about a plectrum, his new signature plectrum, last nearly nine minutes long. Wow, that's impressive. There's only one other man that could do that. We know that man. He's going to be about the show, isn't he? Is John Tron? There? Yeah, I may be trading some picks with him. Oh, as if you've got plectrums that he hasn't. I haven't. He just wants more of them. 
Right. I've got I've got right. various gravity picks and stuff I just don't use, so. Uh, As we said uh, the other week, I just always end up just going back to the Jazz Free. It's just it's just me. It's just it's taken me ages cool. to find the Jazz Free. Um the, how I got onto that was I bought some Mathis picks. I think there might be um a company owned by Johnny Mathis, I'm not sure. But um Right. I doubt it. But um, yeah. Not Molyneux. <laughs> yeah, not not Moulinex. Not Moulinex picks. Oh yeah, by what? Happy birthday, it's Dan's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday yeah. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Molinex. 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 Molino. Happy birthday to you. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So that's that's particularly celebrated. So yeah, the jazz free. When, how did, yeah, you, I, how I, did I, you end up on that? Because I, I always used to just use like slim slim picks. Used to always mm. use your your, your your relatively standard 0.73 millimeter Tortex. Is it Tortex? Something like that, isn't it? I think it's, yeah. 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 Um, picks. And that was just it all the time for anything and everything. Um, and yeah. It was again the the powers of social media poked me on towards this um this company called Mathis, M A T H A S, um, and yeah, I bought just their little selection pack and I got on best with their little one and a half millimeter sort of little stubby pick, which I didn't think I ever would initially when I picked it up. I was like, that's going to be way too small, but I just found I had way more control with it. Mm. Um, and then from there, I probably went on to. I tried to have a couple of bits and pieces, but I, I then had the um, Ernie. Is it Ernie Ball Prodigy ones? Do Ernie Ball Chrysler's. Prodigy? I'm new um, to the whole pick. Uh, but they're, they're, so they're tiny, but chev, uh, with a chamfered edge, a beveled edge. Um, mm-hmm. But they're even smaller than a Jazz Free, which I didn't really realize. When I saw them in the shop, I saw them. They looked small, but I was like, oh, they must be about right. And then, yeah, put them next to the little Mathis one I was using. And they're a good couple of millimetres shorter, which obviously when you're looking at a pick that small, that's a, a big difference, isn't it? So, um, But the Jazz Freeze are about the same size as the small Mathis picks. You, you see, I'm quite... I've got into the... I mean, initially, if you'd have shown me the sort of picks I use now, if you'd have shown me them like a year or two ago, I'd be like, no, that's, that's no good for me. It's mm. much too big. But John Tron needs to I be find... tuning in. He'll love this. He will. He'll probably think we're talking shit, but yeah, probably. But no, John John Tron's not like that. He he um he is probably one of the nicest. And he's a he's a he's a plectrum educator. He's a plectrum educator. I I was you know just chatting to him, and he can get you interested in this stuff as well. He's a good storyteller. That's what John Tron is. He's a good storyteller, which is why I ended up trying. I mean, Christ, if you'd have told me I'd have paid £30 for a plate from a year ago, I'd have told you to fuck right off. There's <laughs> I no still way would tell you to fuck off. I know, I know but I, do you know what? I, I really like it, but there's different flavours. Like the rosewood one is great for um, like softer cording and stuff because mm. it's, it's sort of uh, receives the string yeah. a bit softer, if you like. See, so that's... it's not quite so... So so it's different flavours, but if you'd have told me that I'd have been using something that was this size, like this, I mean, you put that up against the Jazz Free and it, it dwarfs it, you know. Well, it's, that's it's that's big, this, is it? Right, it's hard to see this, from the this camera. This is but, yeah. pretty big. Uh, a Jazz Free is probably about five mil shorter right, than, okay. than this what I've got here. 
but the thing is, is and I what only is that one? ever. Uh, this is a rosewood pick made by New Age Guitar or New World heard, Guitar. Yeah, picks, I think I follow them on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a guy called Bailey Erickson. Uh, only a young lad, I think he's 18 years old, and um, he makes plectrums and uh, he sells them internationally. And I think that's absolutely brilliant for a mm. young lad to have such, um, you know, yeah. to have such sort of drive at such a young age to to put something like that in uh, definitely into place. Why are you laughing at me, Marcus? I, I, you no, because I was just drive about... young age. What have no, I missed? No, no, I was, I was just thinking about like young guys having drive, and I was thinking of my fucking. Dullard Apprentice and his complete lack of drive. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? I think I might have offended John Tron, actually. John, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I posted the video on Facebook of the Shrek um, oh. on Your Apprentice. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. And I, I, I thought that if anybody's made friends with me, they probably realised that I'm a bit of a weirdo and wouldn't be offended. However, um, I think it might have turned some heads. So if you did catch that, then... Uh, you're welcome. I did. Um, yeah, I, I, I know when I when I cause he sent it to me and I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I was like, "I know a twisted individual who will appreciate this." And I sent it to you, and you said, "Like, <laughs> I'll chuck this on Facebook." And I was like, "I thought you were joking. I didn't realise you actually had." No, it went straight up. And I thought it was brilliant. I, the guys and girls, uh, if if you if you haven't seen it and you want to add me on Facebook, look for Max John Gibbons on Facebook, or look for the YMAG uh, group or the YMAG podcast page. Add me and check this video out. It is the shiznies. It's hilarious. But not if you're easily um, offended or... Not if, if you're if easily you're offended. Or if you're a fan of Shrek. He's the fucking most bizarre. There's another one. It he showed me another one brilliant. as well where... Um, this is YouTube, though. This video's on YouTube. This is YouTube? Yeah, they are on topic, YouTube. It? It's not music, mind you, but yeah. There's another There's, there's another one where it's, um, it's about... Um, uh, <laughs> there is music in the background. We're um we're in school, and and much the same sort of thing comes. To, yeah, it happens, and it's just like wow. I'll I'm try. I'll try. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send you the link. I'll get I'll get the um I'll get five skins to send me across, and then nice. Yeah, where would we go? Oh, John Trom. So and you offended him. The, yeah. The, so apologies for that. So I don't use the tiny picks and I have tried to pick them up again but it's really difficult so basically although it's a larger plectrum I, I only ever have a very short mm. amount of the actual tip sort of <laughs> the tip hanging out so to speak um, but, so but it's not yeah, much I, more I, I don't know tip, if though, I could it? go back to using those smaller plectrums now no. I, I, like I say I have picked them up from time to time but Honestly, I think the one that I'm enjoying, enjoying at the moment most is the chicken picks, the, the 3.5. Shredder, whatever it's called, the one that looks like a starship. Yeah, really, really comfy, really nice. So, um, yeah, so that's that. That's my favourite plectrum at the moment. You've, you're on your Jazz Free. Yeah, well, well, I think Jazz Free, as in style and shape, is definitely my thing. Yeah, um, but I think that is the whole thing when I was talking to John Tron, is like he will potentially, you know, if we do swapsies. Um, just varieties of that sort of thing. So, is it going to be like? Do you remember at school when? Well, you might. Not yeah, I'll have I'll have a foily one, something like that. <laughs> yeah, but a foily one was worth like five yeah. non-foily ones. Well, because it's not the. Um, like I say, I've obviously got some gravity ones, and I've got some gravity ones that are quite small. Um, but I just don't go on them. The the plastic, the material of them, just makes really it all like sound it. too shrill. You can hear yeah. everything. 
Yeah. And um, chirp, I believe that's called. Oh. See, I use I use the standard jazz freeze, the one that's sort of semi-transparent plastic. Is it Altex or something like Altrex, something mm-hmm. like that, isn't it? Um, yep. Durex. Um, Altex, I believe. Yeah. No, we're not made from Durex. No. Not even triple <laughs> triple washed recycled ones. No. <laughs> Trojan picks. No. Um, oh. Yeah, it's um. No, thank you. And it's um. Yeah, man. Uh, it just seems a happy medium for me at this mm. point in time. There we go. So if you've uh, if you're on a plectrum journey and you think there's something that we should try. Please, um, please pop it on the YMAG page or on Instagram. You can find myself at uh, or the Instagram. We've got a we've got a YMAG Instagram account. It's, uh, Just search YMAG. Uh, I mean, it's, it's yeah, YMAG underscore podcast. Or there's the website, uh, which is Marcus. Hit me with it. www.ymagfower as in for the number life dot co dot uk as in the United Kingdom. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, um, yeah. So, so hit us up if there's something you think we should try. Then please, uh, please let us know, and I'll, I'll do my best to uh, to source it and let you know my thoughts because that's obviously what you're going <laughs> you're going to want my thoughts on a plectrum. Yeah. If you do, if you do, then let us know, and I'll, I'll do it and I'll have a look. Anyway, so we had a little idea here. Now, something that <clears throat> I'm always scanning, and I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to this too, is the Anderton's website. Um, oh. Specifically, the there's two sections of the Anderton's website I visit often. Uh, one is the um, Epic Deals uh, page. Epic and Deals. Epic Deals. Epic Deals. And one of them is the Chapman guitars, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, is the is is, 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 is one, the second? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, is the second hand page? I like to see because uh, we all have a bit of second hand gear. Yeah. I imagine their second hand stuff's going to be a fucking premium, mo, isn't it? It is, I, and I, I know how that. I've traded stuff in there as well, so I know how they work. So, top tip, guys and girls, if you go on to Anderton's website, look at how they work trade-ins and you'll find out what the value is that you're going to get of something. And you know that's the, if, if say for instance, if something's worth £100, they'll give you half of what they can sell it for. Okay, so they'll give you £50. So you know that if something's up for £100, they only paid 50 for it and they didn't pay cash, they paid store credit, which isn't like cash, it's le- worth less than cash. Mm. So you that gives you a bargaining chip because they'll take a lot less than they handed out for it. And I've done this on several occasions. Say they've got something up for £300, they'll give you uh, two-thirds of what it's worth, so they'll have given someone £200, which means they've, they've got to make a little bit of a profit on £200 to make it worth having done it. Offer them between 240 and start there. And you you might get some success. So top tip with that, it's worked for me a fair few times now. Max's top um, tips. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we're all. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm sure I'm not the only person in debt through buying <laughs> fucking guitar gear. So you know, you got to get your kicks where you let's can. Let's not talk about you? that. No, let's not. So we're going to have a. What do you fancy doing first, Marcus? The second hand section or the um, the epic de- the current epic deals? I've got because, I've got epic uh, deals up. Let's have a look at the epic deals then. Is there anything 
at the moment they're just sort of scanning through it. If we do it sort of <coughs> the cheapest going up. The first up item's the interesting, expensive. isn't it? The first item is a fucking Wharfdale one by eight ten watt hybrid combo. Hybrid combo, yeah. would that then have a valve in it? If it's I a hybrid. Think so, um I I can't see it being called maybe it's like that Vox kind of deal, you know, where you, you have like a, a, a preamp tube. That, like there a is actually a video. Leanderton has done a video with it. A ten watt hybrid valve amp for sixty nine pounds ninety nine. Apparently this this Wharfdale you remember Wharfdale, they used to be in the Argos catalogue. Hmm. That used to be like the C D player you could get for thirty quid. Yeah, that'd be Wharfdale. the the sort of budget TV you pick up in Asda or something. Hitachi uh, or Polaroid TV. Polaroid, yeah, yeah. that's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so there's a video on it there. And I mean, I remember I, I said to you earlier on, didn't I? It's it's um it kind of piqued my interest because I remember about a year or maybe two years ago, Anderton's, just before Christmas, was selling a range of valve amplifiers that I believe were about 40 watts. Mm. There might have been a small one, but there was a, a head and cab combo, and there was a head and cab combo, a head and cab and a combo. Right. And um, Wharfdale isn't really a name I associate with valve amplifiers. No. or I mean, I do think hi-fi, but I wouldn't have thought, yeah, um, valve sort of analog stereo <clears throat> like you yeah. know, guitar gear, and apparently they were really quite good. Like, there's some independent reviews, nothing yeah. to do with Anthons or anything like that. And they're it's hard, isn't it? It's, not ha- too it's bad. It's hard to get away from your own snobbery sometimes, isn't it? Because even yeah, knowing that, still, I wouldn't buy a Wolfdale amplifier. No, but it's, it, I watched a video and I can't remember for the life of me who done it. It might have even been Anthons, where they had like. A small, dare I say, shitty little combo, you know, like a little 10 watt combo with a 1 by 8 speaker or something, and it didn't sound amazing. And they plugged it through a 4 by 12. It might have been on Anderton's. This I'm... is Microterra. No, 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 this is. This no, because no, no, that is designed to go through stuff like that. This was a shit amp. You know, what, what, was, <laughs> what was inferior shit amp? Um, but through a four by twelve, obviously, instantly it just sounded massive. Not, I mean, not yeah. epically brilliant, but it was a decent, decent sound. But that's because it's moving more air, yeah. And it's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all know that a decent cab is the difference between a mm. good amp and a. But well, not necessarily. We all know that. I mean, that's a bit of an arrogant, shitty thing to say. But you, you can tell the difference between because I mean, it's like. <laughs> Another thing, uh, I've got a Harley Benton cab loaded with V30s. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're decent speakers, aren't they? <clears throat> They're decent speakers. It sounds okay. It cost me, it was second hand, it cost me, uh, I think, uh, £90 or something like that. Back it up. And um, yeah, uh, again, second hand. They're only, two, I think they're 199 new from Tommen with free mm. delivery. Yeah. Okay. So get them before the the EC acquisitions thing kicks in and you have to start paying lots yeah. of tax on anything from Tommen because that's going to fuck us right up. Oh, um, what twats we were. But the thing is, they're seconds. The speakers are like factory, not factory set, but they're just, there's, they haven't. They're made in China, and there's like got scratches across the the, um, right. the labels on the speakers, which to me indicates that they're seconds. So yeah. this is your but view. It's not. They're not. This def- is my view. This right. isn't. This isn't for definite. But when I open up a cabinet and I have a look into it, and both speakers have got identical marks scratched across the sticker that's on there, 
it mm. tells me that they've been marked out in the factory as ones to sell yeah. slightly cheaper. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason that might be, and I do think they are made in China. Some are made in America and some are made in China. Coronavirus. <clears throat> Again, if they're made to the same specification, I really can't see what difference that makes. But either way, so you've got a, a cabinet which costs £200 from Tom and with these speakers. And bear in mind that you can't buy two V40 no. speakers for the same money. No. You know, it's basically they've, they've put it in a, in a bit of plot. I mean, they are when you look inside them, they are pretty hilarious they're, they're off cuts like the circles that have been cut out you can see that they've then been cut into strips to use to join the camp Fucking <laughs> hell. so i mean but then it's 200 quid and yeah. you're not you know with free delivery i mean christ it's and in reality it doesn't matter as long as it's a solid cabinet that's you know sealed etc 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 then if nothing else it's a really good way of transporting the speakers so they don't get damaged yeah. you know yeah. um it's, uh, but then you look at a victory cab, which will run you. I mean, how much is a victory cab? Oh, fucking for, hundreds it? and hundreds and hundreds, isn't it? It's, I mean, I think it's probably, it's got to be upwards of 400. Hang on. Easily. Well, yeah, because a, a, a Zilla cabinet is easily that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I shall tell you in a minute once things start yeah. working. So, I forget where I was going with that point. <laughs> um, the, um, the that app and, and, and yeah, and the better a, yeah. a victory um, two by twelve in the new copper one, which is obviously to match their copper, um, their new copper head, which is kind of like a Vox esque head, is six hundred and forty nine pounds. Wow! And the Danish Pete one because it's purple and it's got Danish Pete's name. We but, love Danish Pete, but there is a bandwagon to be jumped on, isn't there? And it is. Six hundred and seventy-nine pounds for an extra thirty quid. I mean, right, Peter Hanori. Oh, no, maybe not. Actually, I, I take that back instantly. Well, I don't take that back. I take back the pricing issue. In that, yeah, the uh, there's two others here at six, seven, nine, and they're just black cabinets. I think it depends more on the actual speaker. Right, right. So, so the V thirty one. How much is that? Has Chris got a cold? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Have I, A, got a cold? B. Oh, that sounds that's almost like Australian. Australian, yeah. Australian Chris Tarrant. That's his gum. Um, yeah. That's Frank Tarrant, his um, Australian cousin. <laughs> yeah, boy. A, got a, got a cold? B, sticking a koala in the, in the oven? Uh, C, glass of piss. Uh, D, uh, available on all good uh, podcast outlets. Um, oh, um, it's always a glass of piss for me, Frank. Look, you, uh, that's, I, good, good mind how you. you say that, to be honest. Um, there's there's <laughs> yeah. a, vic, a, vic, a Victory V212 VV vertical cabinet with Celestian Vintage 30s 679. Six seven nine. That's yeah, but it's, it's vertical. That's more than I'd spend on an. Um, yeah, but if you if you well, turned you, if you turned you your cabinet on side, woof, that'd be way more expensive. Would well, see. I've got my, mine's a horizontal one, and I have actually got it vertical uh, because I Double can't the price see then. that it makes. It's worth one hundred and eighty yeah. quid then. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's that's quite a premium for for that. So I mean you, but I mean 
Well, especially there considering how much they put through that cabinet that isn't going to sound okay. Yeah, that's a really? lot of money, isn't it, for a cabinet? It's a lot of money, a lot of money. But then, you'd think the cabs th- wouldn't be that expensive because it's like you'd want people buying the heads, don't you, more than the cabinets? I mean, maybe they're having to charge more. And this is just a theory. I don't know this. Every, anything you hear on here is conjecture. And you should definitely check it out before taking it as fact. <laughs> yeah. Right. I heard but... those YMAG guys say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't you might wind up with egg on your face. Um this is this is just, you know, this is just us um hypothesizing. But do you wonder if since the boom in things like helix and fractal effects do you think that maybe they're having to charge a bit more for these because they're not getting the scale of economy because they're not actually moving so many of them? Mm. I mean, I mean, it has to be a factor, doesn't it? If you've got, if you're it's making all these tubes, it's got to be a factor, bumps, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because we do look at say, oh, excuse me, x amount of years back, there wasn't this digital technology, was there? But you would have had an amp with a speaker, simple yeah. as that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you yeah. might have had a really shitty line out, but generally speaking, you would have had a. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you've you've got people that would have, I mean, people of a certain age would have started their gigging career carrying a Marshall head and a four by twelve cabinet mm. into a into a venue, thinking that that's what you absolutely need. And then it's got smaller and smaller, and it's the Vox AC30s, and then the Vox AC15s, and then 15 watt tube amps have become the thing. People are swearing by Blues Juniors and things like that. Yeah. Um, because they're micing them and going through front of house. So at, at that point, it's actually already becoming slightly digital because they're, they're micing it up and going through the, the preamps of a, a mixing board mm. to be pumped out around. So they're not using all the power. I mean, obviously, it's the, it's the amp that's making the sound, but they're not using the amp as the source of power hour to push it around a venue no so at this point you've got to wonder is there any real need i mean but then we're sort of you know dare we dare i say it we're hobbyists so there's not really any huge calls for us to have humongous walls of amplifiers but then it'd be lovely honestly, it would be lovely but then you can't use them and even no. on like, even a tube amp that has oh it's got headroom to bedroom like I think your Brett Hines Terror has yeah like a like a a wattage dip yeah it's, it's got a wattage dip and a bedroom to headroom yeah so it's got four stages of volume yeah what's the lowest one about one and a half watts or something like that it's, I bet that's still fucking loud yeah isn't it? it's still pokey yeah definitely yeah you still can't <laughs> still can't have it like above like say half without really annoying people uh, one and a, so so you're saying that the amp you t- you're knocking the power down to what say I don't one I, I, I run it in <laughs> I run it <laughs> I run it in headroom and then put it at halfway so I run it at about seven watts right and but yeah so the volume but the volume is barely touched the volume is yeah, yeah is is barely touched so this is the thing. So you're able to capture the sound. I mean, for me, I think with things like, again, I think this is the first time I mentioned it, so this is quite good. Um, the stomp is, I've, I think I've I kind of stumbled onto the difference, for, for myself anyway. I think that the sound that comes out of digital gear is like the sound that you get once a guitar's been processed, EQ'd, and everything's been yeah. done to it in a studio. 
I think the digital gear just bypasses all the tweaking. You have a little and nuances everything. and stuff that you get the from playing it. Nuances, a, yeah, uh, yeah, and then you get the raw kind of deal from your analog gear. But then it's so good that they must be. I mean, if they're charging seven hundred pound for a cabinet, mm. I mean, but it's still only, it's cost. still only got Celestian V thirties in it. I say only, yeah. No, yeah. Only, however, we, we've established that we can pick up Celestian Vifa is in a uh, MDF yeah. cab for two hundred pound. So, is that cabinet? What's it made of? I mean, is are these mass produced? Are they? Um, and they're what? still going to be buying Celestian speakers at a traders discounted rate aren't they they're not going to be buying I'd imagine so they're yeah. not going to be buying their Celestian V30s like you or I they're not going to be going on Anderton's website and buying a Celestian Tom. speaker at a time <laughs> or, or yeah maybe yeah you know they're not going to be going on your generic retail website no. and buying no they're going to be buying sort of 50 at a time maybe at least or something easily like yeah 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 Anyway. It's 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 a lot a lot goes into it, but I mean you know I I think myself, maybe, maybe that is I don't know but I think maybe that is a reason for the cost is that they're they're having to put the cost up to account for the fact that the numbers that they're selling are perhaps lower I don't know that that's the case that is just a slight guess but I can't think of any other reason why a cabinet would cost with the same speakers that you can buy for mm. I mean you you know you don't even have to buy the the Harley Benton one you can buy the speakers for maybe 90 quid each a, a pop from a, yeah um you know Watford valves or somewhere like that mm. sell speakers yeah. and whatnot so is that really do you think 500 pounds worth of wooden cabinet I don't know I'll have to speak to my noisy hammer guy and see what he says that would be interesting. That would be really cool. You're going to take a little um, little audio device mm. and have a chat with him when yeah. we're going to post it sort of yeah. as a section on, on at some point. So that would be interesting. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll chuck it on the YouTubes as well, again, being on, on topic. So mm-hmm. I shall video Excellent. it and just audio record it. So that was item one on the epic deals of uh, Fucking 54. Fucking hell. <laughs> Christ almighty. I think I've got verbal diarrhoea today. I'm sorry, people. I'm proper going off on one. Um, let's have a look through. There's a lot of Morley stuff on here. Um, the second item on there is a Digitech Jamman Express XT compact stereo looper pedal, which is £49. Um, so what is, what, what, what is that, then? It's just a looper, isn't it? All right, just, so um, it, do, it doesn't have like a built-in drum beat or anything like that or anything? I don't think so. It doesn't so. look like it. No, just a stereo looper pedal. He's uh, a jam, with jam man. sync for syncing loops with other jam man next to be ba 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 I can help myself then. That had to happen. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, It just says free power supply with selected pedals. Okay. But I suppose... Uh, there's a video. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's it's cheaper than a ditto, isn't it? I mean, if it if you want the yep. basic little small ditto, it's going to do the same sort of shit, no doubt, isn't it? Yeah, then you've got a Morley That's... expression pedal, you've got a, yep. a Morley effects loop cor- what corrector, you've got a Morley AccuTune pedal, which looks like the biggest tuner in the world. Um, it does. Morley distortion boost, Morley dual boost distortion. I'm guessing that Morley's not that popular. I mean, I've never owned anything that's But Morley. a lot of it, I when, you, when you hear the um, Epic Deal videos, he, Anderton um, Lee will quite often 
state quite openly that these are things that they themselves have got epic deals on from their distributors. So right. sometimes it's end of line shit. Sometimes it's you know they've just got too bar- many. Yeah, of I've them. heard it's him just, say that actually. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely. Well, right. then you got yeah. a lot of the exotic stuff, which again, back in the day, was fucking expensive gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More Morley, more Morley, a, a wireless system from Line Six. I don't know anyone that buy a Line Six product. You know, <laughs> what, a, what a massive wanker they <laughs> yeah. I mean, then, then fucking like actually get some idiot to build like a wooden platform for it to sit on. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so going for it, I mean, we've, we've got, we've got a, a, a Chapman V2 Ghost Fret standard oh, in gloss midnight. Well, it's a left hander though. We must have been looking at exactly the same thing. So uh, now, uh, 379. Yeah, that's 379. So that is that 499. The, so that's their that's just the standard range though, isn't it? That's um, uh, yeah, just the the bog standard. But then we've got um, it in right hand. You say fifty quid on right hander. We've got a Marshall here as well, though. a Marshall Origin twenty watt all valve amp combo because they only have a eight inch, a uh, ten inch speaker with a twenty watt, don't they? They do. And a twelve, indeed. twelve inch and a fifty watt. But that hasn't got a previous price on it. It says four nineteen. But what's that reduced from? I think then? that I think that is the actual price. Um, well, it's not much of an epic because... deal, then, is it? <laughs> no, but then is it what is it a sales maybe they, price? Maybe they just is throw some of, of them in there. Things... So you think yeah, you get exactly. you think just, you <laughs> just whack a sticker on it that says epic deal. And sometimes people go into a frenzy for a sale. I? I mean, I know I've for ended the podcast, up. I don't need next advert. Just put a sticker up. Epic podcast. Epic podcast. There you go, peeps. This is an epic podcast. You've you've managed to listen fifty minutes. Of fifty minutes we've been going for Marcus to think we had nothing to talk about when we started. <laughs> yeah, we said we had nothing to talk about. We then talked for like forty-five minutes before we even started to record. We've only got like yeah. We did talk a lot we, about Michael Jackson and stuff, didn't we? We we did. Or was that was that on the podcast? There's a, a a line six head as well. <laughs> line six head. Yeah, line six DT twenty five tube head. Oh, mate, excellent amps. Like, honestly... Is that what your combo is, then, is it? That's what the combo is. And if you marry that up with... So you've got a a valve amp there. Now, I see people are buying these these FRFR speakers uh, with power amps built in, and they're spending quite a lot of money on them. If you was to buy a Line 6 DT25 combo, which I think you can pick up secondhand for about £200... Yeah. Um... Because it's got the modelling part in it with cab simulations for different amps yeah. that you can load into it, it's got a full range flat response 12 inch Celestian driver. Mm. And it also has, because the valve part is Bogner, which is the power amp, which is an EL34 uh, power tube. Um, so the, 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 the valve bit is power? Because it's usually the, preamp the, in most sort of amps, isn't it? Like valve states and stuff were. You've got one preamp tube in this amplifier, and you've got uh, two power. All right. Hold on. Either one or two power tubes. It might be two power tubes. Um, I'd, I'd look at the back of it, but I'd have to move stuff. Um, but anyway, if you plug straight into the return of the effects loop, you bypass the preamp tube and the modeling part of the DT amplifier, meaning that you actually have a valve-powered power amp into a full range flat response speaker which is perfect oh, for have you tried so, it so yeah oh it's fucking phenomenal 
<laughs> like emphasis on the fucking. It sounds yeah. absolutely great. Um, so if you was looking at uh, if you wanted to double up on something and you was looking at just getting a powered speaker, I'd highly recommend having a look at the uh, the Line Six DT Twenty Five Combo. It's probably, it's probably a cheap way of getting one. Uh, exactly, exactly. And you're that, getting yeah. a practice amp at the same time, almost. Aren't and you? you're getting a uh, yeah. Not that you'd need one is... if you had something like Line Six Helix uh, or. No, but then you can use it with a pedal board and you can have the line six on the pedal board. Remember that you, if you take away the fact that the um, the stomp is acting as or whatever is acting as your amp and cab, mm. you can use the inbuilt amp and cab on the DT25 and you actually just use the stomp for effects. I mean, you can open up a lot more possibilities. So, I mean, it's all different flavours and whatnot, but it's just something to think about if you were looking for a full range, um, yeah. you know, as you would say, the, um, the world is your lobster. The world is your lobster, indeed. Um, so yeah, there's yeah. Little, going on, little yeah, and, yeah on going, that, going on from that was various Chapmans again. Yes, but it's probably the last, the end of the last range, isn't it? Because obviously they bring out new lines each year, don't they? So, and then it's just getting expensive. There's a few Martin, some drum bits. There's a few Martin acoustics. There's a hand-wired Vox AC15 for twelve hundred quid, but should have been. £2,849. Well, fuck me. I'll grab that because that's a bargain. Yeah, but it is an epic deal. Why I not? I don't believe that price. I don't believe that price is, as Bruce would say, is right. Good guy, good guy. Good guy, good guy. I think. I don't know if you saw the video on YouTube. Again, YouTube, we're coming back round to being on top of it. Oh, fucking now. Here, we are 96% professional. <laughs> Get in there. You watch me fuck the audio up on this. So yeah. Well, my, my um, interface might do that for you. <laughs> yeah, possibly. It's been known. Probably, right. should we say. I saw a video a little while ago of... Um, they were releasing the new range of Chapmans and... Do you remember when they did this big boom on it where they had the big stand at NAM and they were doing the British standard yeah. and it was all very, we yeah. are taking over the world now with guitars, we're, we're doing this and doing it proper. Uh, the version 2, the V2 range that they did. And then they released a video a little while ago saying, oh, we've changed factory now because with the version 2, they were a bit... Oh, mad. yeah, this was all part of that debacle, wasn't it? And they oh. claimed which factory had shut, but then there was someone else saying the factory hadn't shut at all. Well, no, that's that's different. That's right. Um, right. Okay. The debacle there was that the British Standard range was produced, or is produced, or was going to be produced by a company called Sims Customs. Now, this is this this hasn't been confirmed, but it is Sims Customs. I've I've actually been to Sims Customs. It's in Ashford, which is relatively near me, and there are some videos that were shot about the British Standard Range in there, and I can tell you that it is the building's the same building. It's, right. it, it's, it, that's the place. I can um, so although neither it was confirm or deny this. I haven't been there. W- although it was never confirmed that it was Sims Customs, it was Sims Customs, okay? And, and uh, again, fact check me if you like, but I've been in the building. It, the, the the video where Rob was standing talking about these guitars. I know, I know the uh, um. It was, yeah, it was the same. It was the same place, you know. There's no, I know on one of the videos. Yeah, one of the videos I saw where he said like, you know, they claim this place is now shut or something. It's not and then, shut. Then, it's then there was a picture open. of it open and working. That's like that looks yeah. identical to me. But yeah. yeah, and something they do a lot of there is is um, 
is actually putting a, a lighting system into frets um, for uh, for for people playing in the dark, I suppose. Right. Um, they retrofit a lighting system. They do make all customs. They do spray works. They're pretty expensive. They are pretty expensive. But it's all good quality gear. Mm. It's, you know, it's decent kit. Um, Which you wonder why they so never want to get involved with something like that then. Well, I mean... Because how would they even keep up? I mean, is it a big place? It's not really, but then you've got to think that that British standard range was kind of fishing in a pool that was... Um, you've got to really want a Chapman to pay £2,000. Was it expensive? Pounds. Oh, was that right? Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, you're looking at sort of a two, two, two and a half grand guitar in the British standard range. Mm. Um, so, and there's sort of maybe seven or eight Luvias work at this place in, right. in Ashford. So, I mean... I, I imagine they could, you know, with a waiting list of maybe six weeks, you you that would, you know, you could probably mm. take some volume. But then, I don't know uh, the orders or anything like that. I don't know how that happened. But so that was that part. That was the debacle that the dude in the video was going on about. And you know, that's horses, of course. I, I don't know too much about that. But I can tell you that the place is definitely not closed because well, you just look them up online. Um, so anyway. The part of it was was they they the manufactured ones in Korea, yeah. They they said that the where they that this the V two range was this 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 and this oh it's great and uh, and then on a video they said right we've moved factory this little family made uh, factory in um, in Indonesia or somewhere has approached us and want to make our guitars and they don't normally do it yada yada and we're going with them because the quality is there the quality is so much better the quality on the V two range just isn't there. And it's like, well, hold on a second. You've just spent a year to 18 months telling everyone that pumping them out. And then you're saying, actually, they were a bit shit. And that's oh. that's not me being a hater. That's <laughs> no. just how it comes across on the video. You know, that's you know, without using the words "actually they're a bit shit," you just go, "Yeah, the quality's not there," and bits of. And in fairness mm. to him, he said, "Which happens, doesn't it?" And, and the bad that happens in happen. business, yeah. doesn't it? You can you can come yeah. out of a brilliant product, and then in hindsight, you look back at it and you're like, "We need to sort this out because it's it's just not and, what it should and be." Fair play, they noticed that, that but. I, I just feel that that's a bit of spit in the face for anybody that's just mm. parted with a thousand pound for a yeah for definitely a, for a definitely pro line and then they turn around and say yeah we realise they're a bit pants but I mean you know such is life such is business what they're going to do chuck them on a fire because they're not the the best best yeah. they could be no put, they're not. put, they're put them under a bulldozer yeah yeah oh did you see that that was, yeah, the that was sickening wasn't it oh mate. Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. Mm. I don't even know why that was. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's the um, so they've got the new range of Chapmans coming out now. So uh, I've never played a Chapman. I must played. say the, the the one I have the ML one Hot Rod, um, which is the natural swamp bash body with a single pickup and a Floyd Rose the, the Far Eastern produced Floyd Rose tremolo, which is for sale now. If you want to buy it, um, contact me. Um, <laughs> Might actually, have Rob Chapman's signature actually, on it come Monday. <laughs> actually, actually plays really well. It is just yep. I already have a single pickup guitar in the mm -hmm. shape of my um, Gordon Smith GS1, which yeah, has and that's hardtail as well. It's a it? hardtail. I just don't use the, the trem. I barely no. use the tremolo on my fucking strap, which is the only other tremolo. Is it a Floyd type trem? Yeah. on the uh, Chapman is. Yeah. It? Yeah. Which is good. I mean, the tuning stability, once you get it fine-tuned, the tuning stability is fucking epic. You know, you can you know, smack that bar well, right down to the guitar because it's obviously locked both ends, isn't it? You yeah. know, so you're only then looking at that 
section of string actually stretching for it to Which actually gonna put it out yeah to go out of tune but I generally just think speaking a pain in the ass i just I, when i restring i like to do it in five minutes you know mm. I, I i don't even take a full set of strings off and then put a full fret back. Uh, I, I do it string by string. I take the E off, replace right. it. Take take the A off, replace it. D off, yeah. replace no, it. But, but, you know, and oh, I just—it's a lot of fucking about. But for yes, me, so if I understand. it isn't—it isn't a bad guitar. I'm—I'm I'm not selling it because of a Chapman debacle. I'm. I'm well, sort no, of who like. Who cares if if it's yeah, a good I, guitar? I, I, it's a good I don't guitar. really. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. I'm. I'm not no. phased. I'm, I've not really bothered one way or the other about what what happened. I've never met Rob Chapman. I don't really, you know. So I've, I've not got really any feelings about it in any way, shape, or form. But it's just a guitar that I could free up some cash, and yeah, I've been offered something yeah. else as well. I was thinking of selling it anyway, um, even before the Chapman debacle. Um, so what have you been offered? I've been offered just to a. I'll send you a picture of it, the Supro. No. Oh, I'll send you a picture of it. I'm, I'm oh, getting. I'm, I know. I know who you've sent a picture to. Yeah. No, I, I know don't. What's I haven't. Here. Oh, you've sent a picture to Dan, haven't you? Well, you know. You sent a, I send lots of pictures to Dan. Yeah. Hmm. It's his birthday. You get special pictures. You bitch, Marcus. You absolute bitch. You and Sig. Special. You can you go off in your own little Nordic dream, but yeah. There's me and mm, well. me and Dan not allowed our time. But anyway, yeah, I'm 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 getting um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting a Supro. Um, oh, wow. Triple gold foil pickup thing. Just a completely different flavour. Something I haven't got. Fucking hell. So you, so at the moment, you've got the SMP build yes. on its way. I know, it does you've seem a bit silly. You've got the Molino... Uh, yes, Molino! On its, I, I, do you know what? I didn't even refer to suppositories and we're not, and we're or not, anything. Well, and we're not even going to. We're going to... From now on, it is Molino, and that is it. Molino. Right. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, if you if you're listening, Dan, I'm sorry if we've besmirched the name at all. He's, he's like never mentioned it to me, but then again, he might not even no. listen. No, true. In which case, Molino. Molinex. Molinex. Oh, I pop another Molinex at me for stool softener. Fucking hell! I haven't passed for three days. I need a Molinex. Happy birthday, Dan. So, anyway, yeah, yeah, happy birthday, mate. You've got yeah, a guitar being done, and now you've got this Supro on the way. I yeah, think you're going making... to do a YouTube video of the three of these because they, they've got to arrive at a roughly similar time. Oh, Supro's I mean, going to be very soon, so yeah. But yeah, that's black. They're really nice as well. I'd, I'd, I'd like them when they when they when I've seen them about. Bizarrely, kind I saw of them. odd, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. They are a bit odd. This isn't quite as freakishly out there as some of the Supro models, but it has still got that kind of slightly jaunty angled sort of like top of the headstock and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, it's it's nice. It's um, it, it's triple pickup, same sort of um, switching configuration as a Strat. Um, right. But again, it ain't gonna really owe me nothing, so I might even muck about with just the wiring side of it a little bit, just so maybe I can do it. I either put a push pull pot in it or something so I can engage the neck pickup whenever or mm-hmm. something like that so yeah we'll see but yes just it's black triple gold foils really weird kind of tailpiece um, and it's got a really nice um, satin finish to the back of the neck nice nice and, yeah. and where's this coming from uh, from Underfluke oh okay oh he's having a baby isn't he he's having a baby and he's having a fucking great clear out 
A rid- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. The Tremotron came from him as well, didn't it? So, which I got for an absolute Yay. steal. Um, yeah, and he, I mean, he has got an impressive gear collection anyway. I mean, yeah, he sold of, a fucking... Um, oh, I think it was him. He sold a, a, an SG to to um Everything Joseph. And that was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the SG he's playing. Now, I'm pretty sure, don't take my word for it, but I'm pretty sure that came through him. And that's one, oh. yeah. I mean, if, if I was given the opportunity to have that for a decent price, I would have sold a couple of guitars. I quite fancy a, a Gibson, a proper Gibson SG at the minute. I don't know why. Never even really played one, but I've just quite fancy one. It's, yeah, it's never really tickled tickled my pickle, pickle. Either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, well, just just quickly on that one, Eddie. If you if you are listening, mate, best of luck with the uh, with the new arrival. And mm. um, really sorry you're having to sell off your beloved <laughs> beloved uh, guitar gear to fund the acquisition. But I mean, to be fair, he's wandered into the world of making stuff now as well. Yeah. He's, he's he's winding pickups. Yeah. He's making pedals. And I suppose once you get to a point of understanding how to make these things, you don't really need to. Buy other ones if you can if you can make an overdrive no. yourself and no have not it at all not at like all it, why would you because um, like you we know. said the other week he's um he's done that Moxie drive mm-hmm. uh, which is another JSA um, collaboration I saw a picture of a red type one yes is this what you weren't allowed to say about I don't it's even I'm not isn't it? yeah I'm going I'm going to say it anyway because uh, I've yeah, not I've been, I've, been I've not been told not to <laughs> yeah it's called the Boomer. And it's going to be exactly the same. So it's it's nice. It's really nice how, because I like pedals that have a style, you know, and have yeah. a, a recognisable style. Like Walrus pedals, you really recognise a Walrus pedal a mile off, don't you? Especially yeah, that new yeah. fucking Anderton's range they've done of the space. But but either way, generally speaking, you would always recognise a Walrus pedal. Um, yeah. I mean, things like Boss, obviously, you always recognise because they always come in the same shell. Um, yeah. But the the Moxie and the and the the Moxie is blue, isn't it? With kind of almost a Minecrafty, kind of pixelated. Yeah, background. very eight-bit, very Master yeah. System kind um, of. Um... And the red one is exactly the same, but I think it's called the Boomer Boost. Right. I only saw a picture where there's kind of like there's quarters of yeah. the uh, uh, on on Instagram. I think that was the yeah. day I saw that actually. But yes, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the Boomer Boost. If I'm not allowed to say anything, I'm, I apologise. But yeah, like you say, it's semi-released, isn't it? It's semi out there, so. Um, mm. And if, you know, if if we can do our bit and even potentially drum up a bit of um, custom, then all the better, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think with any pedal, I think people will um, people will. Uh, me, my first bite is definitely with the eye, and mm. I know that's something <laughs> which yeah. probably isn't isn't yeah. right. But if something looks, if something doesn't grab my attention with its its visual, then chances are. And this is the whole thing about blindfold testing again, isn't yeah. it? Is that definitely you don't know what what it is. You could be like that. Something that looks when you look at it looks absolutely boring, ugly, disgusting yeah. to you could be the best thing ever. But for me, I the first bite is with the eye, and yeah, which is definitely. why I've been drawn to Hello Sailor Effects pedals. Mm. Um, which is why I, uh, I I like the look of the Moxie Drive because I look at it and not only that but I really like the finish they've done with the um, the clear yeah um, epoxy resin over the top epoxy of it epoxy resin that looks mm. really good yeah because it's, it's the graphics underneath it isn't it but that epoxy really resin thick really thick gel coat over the top yeah. yeah it looks really good it looks really good so I, I mean uh, yeah if if you're if you're looking into getting something which is custom built. 
um, supporting, um, you know, supporting sm- yeah. small, small builders, but want something, you know, want to look at good quality as well. I mean, obviously we do. You don't want to, you know. Uh, yeah, so totally. Have, have a look. Definitely check them out. I'm, I'd like to try one myself. Yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, if I sweet talk them enough, I will get to. Get to, get to, yeah. yeah. I'll see if he can put one in with the Supra. There we go. So we're heading towards the magic time. We're at an hour and seven minutes now, so we won't. We, we don't want to take up too much of your time. Nah. Um, but obviously, Marcus, you're at the Birmingham show this Birmingham. weekend. At Birmingham. As we've uh, as we've mentioned, guitar for me. I'm throwing a hello, hello, mate. How you doing? All right. I'm throwing yes. a little throwing a little high for you. Well, I and, um, and Yogi as well. We've got to say hi to Yogi. I don't, is Yogi oh, go, I don't Yogi. think Yogi's actually going though, is he? Because his kid's no. on the way, isn't it? Yeah. He's not quite right, didn't he? As well. a bit he's like... just been to Nam. <laughs> he's, he's just bought a, a brand new Telecaster, custom shop Telecaster, and then bought another one. Got yeah. another one. Yeah, you know, fucking hell, spend a weekend with the wife. We'll have to. Um, he's he's um he must be now due his little snippet that he's going to pre-record for us. So I'll I'll, have, I'll give him a poke on Instagram. We do need to speak. Yes, absolutely. I was wondering when we're going to get some uh, some assassination. Uh, news actually yeah. so we'll, assassinations we'll what it needs <laughs> but yeah so pop by on uh, on the weekend uh, if you're going to the Birmingham show do yes. pop by and say hello to oh, Mr Marcos you are spoiling us Mr Marcos and, uh, Mr oh. Marcos <laughs> yeah and yeah um, I don't know I, I barely ever talk about them but my um, Marcus Deluxe Pedal Boards <laughs> will be for sale on Tate Effects' table which is going to be dead opposite our table uh, SMP, but I might not even be there. I'll probably just be wandering around, testing everyone else's wares, well, going, go. going to the toilet and not washing my hands. No, that's it. Being conservative with the soap. I'll be at the, I'll be at the bar. Another <laughs> one. <laughs> Has well, anyone ever told you you look like Sonia from EastEnders? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's Five Skins' best chat up line. Oh wow! I think he actually uh, once used so it. So he in, gets all the girls. In, in, yeah, in a. It wasn't even actually trying to pull because he's got a girlfriend. He's happily settled down with his girlfriend. He's a young love. But yeah, I think he was once in a smoking area of a club, and said to this girl, "Has anyone ever told you you look like Sonia from East Tenders?" Wow. <laughs> to which he pretty much got. a... <laughs> Pretty much got a drink chucked over him. Uh, do you know what? I think he's just become my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Not only has he got a massive five skin, but he's got the balls to carry it. Yeah, exactly. He's got to wrap those fuckers in something. That's why he's <laughs> yeah. got the extra skin. Jesus Christ. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a bit leaner when if you can't afford or if you haven't got any trainer socks and you, you roll your sock down <laughs> over your heel. Maybe that's what he does with his foreskin. Pulls it back over the nuts. Therefore, in these colder days... Double insulated. Hashtag nut wow. duvet. Hashtag nut duvet. Jesus. Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone told you you look like Sonia from EastEnders? <laughs> oh! We got all the whole episode about the sea bomb, I, f- I think. Did we? I think so. Uh, mind we, you, I have said this unison? before, but in one of the. um. No, I just dropped it. In one of the earlier episodes, there was there was an episode where you say the f bomb. Why am I saying f bomb? You say fuck, and um, oh. I then um, 
I say like, oh, fucking hell, you've said fuck. You're the first person to say it. Then when I listened back to the podcast for quality control re- reasons, of course, um, there was so many fucks leading up to that that I just had not <laughs> even <laughs> taken in. Yeah. And there was this point at about half an hour in, I'm like, oh, you dropped the first swear word. And yet leading up to it, it's like, fucking, fucking, fishy flat, fucking, 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 Sony from EastEnders, fuck, fuck, fuck. Would you know what, actually? I will, we'll add a little rider on there as well. If um, Because, again, if we haven't said, we're new to this, we're not professionals, we work day jobs, we just... Uh, we. Our day job just happens let, just to be you guys professional podcasters. To... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why both of us fucking skin. Um, yeah, yeah so... so far our Patreon hasn't got a lot of interest. <laughs> we, we haven't got a Patreon. No, and we're not going to have a Patreon for quite one, some time, if no. at all. No, exactly. Not that there's anything we, wrong we, with that. If you want to do that, if you're the avenue you want to take, you do that. But we ain't. Yeah. We, this is our therapy session. This yeah. is this is the white dude's equivalent of going to the barbers and uh, having your having your throat <laughs> chopped. You know, this is this is what we do. But that having been said, we don't want to offend anyone. Um, and but it does I, get I a bit sweary sometimes. To. It does get a bit sweary from sometimes, but. If you're okay with that, then cool. If you feel like we could um, bleep it out or do something like that, or if you feel it's uncalled for and you don't like it, please please let us know because I'd like some feedback on it because I swear a lot yeah. daily. Um, because the sort of industry I'm in, same, yeah. We just we just don't even think about it. You know, it's like a joining word. Um, you know, we're both geezers. We're both bit wide. We're both bit wide. Bit wide. Bit wide. Has anyone told you you look off Sonia from EastEnders? Why? You know, just literally, it's a term of endearment. So yeah. if it's a, if you find it offensive or whatever else like that, please, please, please let us know so that we can we can improve and we can do better because we don't want to we don't want to upset or alienate anyone. But at the same time. Fuck you, you we'll do what we Fuck want. Fuck you, you <laughs> Get your rat out. <laughs> oh, you, Sonia, get your rat out. I was, I was, yeah, exactly. Do you know what? I come across really sincere until that point, didn't I? I was doing well. That was but, beautiful. Um, yeah, so if you've got any feedback, anything you'd like us to know, anything at all, please, please, please let us know. Um, and once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your continued support. And uh, yeah, I've been Max, John, Fred, Bob, Queen Latifah. I've been Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Sonia from EastEnders. <laughs> and I've been Marcus Deluxe of Marcus Deluxe Pedal Boards, available at the Birmingham Guitar Show at Tate Effects' table, which he is sharing with um, Phil from Pedal Patch, which is going to be dead opposite me. Marcus Deluxe Pedal Boards. Stomp Station. Deluxe. Deluxe. Bye. Bye. I was in a park near the play area and my trousers fell off. (laughs) 